Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. We've got one of the game's greatest, certainly understated, underrated, to join us to give us his dream team. Any player from any team in any era, there are no rules. It's not my dream team. It's not yours. It's his. Gary Belcher played 148 games, 16 state of origins, 15 times for his country, a two-time premiership winner with that mighty green machine who I have a feeling may dominate this dream team, hmm. and rightfully so. Am I am I right in saying that the green machine and, and possibly Maroons get a, a fair run? A, yes, very green and maroon tinge to it, Andy. But I'll be um, I'll make sure I go yeah outside of that zone just a little bit. A little bit. Is I, it is it a thirteen or a seventeen? It's I've done thirteens. I've done seventeens. We recently did Stephen Price. Uh, the fa- fabulous Bulldog and Marone, he said, oh, this will be easy. And when I finally got to interview him, he'd come up with a 24-man squad because, <laughs> of, because of COVID. So, there you go. Um, really interested in, in the first selection. Uh, fullback, as I said, uh, you were – and I, I don't want to rubbish you about your age too much, but as a, as a young man, I was just absolutely in awe of – watching you uh, do your thing at the back um, and so underrated. But in speaking to your teammates, you know, guys like Ricky and Laurie, they would not swap Gary Belcher for any fullback, any era. So I'm but really interested nice to see to hear. who you would choose at fullback. So this is, Andy, this is just my favourite players or I think yep. you've, you said the, the team that you would have playing for your life or – because you know, until um, until the last you know fifteen years or so, I, you know the likes of Gary Jack and Graham Eady, I thought defensively were just unbelievable yep. what they did, and you know I could only I, I kind of aspire to, and I wasn't a defence oriented fullback, and I certainly wasn't in there at their level. Those blokes were just outstanding, um, but then I, I you know I'd find it hard to go past Billy Slater because he yep. he just he. And I saw his game develop from being a really good running fullback to – well, an outstanding running fullback yeah. to uh, this guy that could – with the ball skills, the catch and pass skills yep. that, that are now almost prerequisite for any fullback mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to come in out wide and pick out the centre or, yeah. or the winger and hit them on the chest. And Billy really started doing that better than anyone. Mm. And I prided myself on my ball skills, but yeah. I, I looked at Billy and I'd go, geez, that's amazing. And – and I've heard about his work ethic, outstanding. But defensively, the amount of tries that he'd save, yep. the amount of great work he'd do at the back. Um, he came into Origin Camp in the 2000s and I was involved with the Queensland team and, and Wayne said, I want you to just go and have a bit of a chat to Billy about what he's doing at the back. And I spent about five minutes with him and went, oh, God, I've, got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing for him. He's got all that covered plus plus more. So, um, yeah, Billy, Billy Slater would have to be at the back for mine, the number one. Gee, the fullback roles changed since 
mid eighties to twenty twenty two, hasn't it? You know it has, but it's it's kind of a combination of um, you know I, I, I there's blokes that I mentioned defensively outstanding, and Wombat was a great ball runner as was yep. Gary Jack. But then I look at the skills that that Dale Shearer players like him had, yeah. and I and I I just think for mine it's just a bit more of a combination. I don't I don't think somehow. There was enough credit given to some of the fullbacks as far as their involvement. I keep hearing, oh, they they're up in the defensive line and they're, you know, they're, they're talking better. And but I think that was part of our role then anyway. Um, but they're just doing it a lot better. But the, in particular for mine, yeah. it's not just chiming into the back line out wide anymore. It's being that ball player, yeah. uh, and that's yeah, that's what I think they've yeah they they really um they they brought to it. I got to say one thing, Andy though. I, I, I can spot the fullbacks that overplay their hand too much and they jump up in the defensive yeah. line and they get caught out because they think yeah. they've got to be there when their team's defending on the line. And mm. now your role is to be the last line of defence, yeah. not the first line. Yep. So you, if, you, if you can't get back in time, well, well, don't do it. But the likes of Billy and, and James Tedesco, who's outstanding as well, yeah. the likes of those guys, they, they, they got the balance right. That is a wonderful uh, insight into the world of a fullback. What about the wingers? Who have you got on the flanks? I didn't find this too difficult at all. I played with some some outstanding wingers. But the the best player as far as not, – not just because of his ball-carrying ability and his sidestepping and everything else he had going for him, but he was very, very clever and he could read the stuff that I wanted him to do with yeah. me was Chicka Ferguson. Yeah. So the, the great man Chicka Ferguson for mine will always be the, the greatest winger. And, and I turned up – we turned up with the Raiders in – 86 and Chicka was 32 and he played another four years after that yep. till 90 and we won our second comp and he was he was 36 and people thought he was 46 but he wasn't I actually <laughs> I saw his birth certificate at one stage so he was and he was he a great was telling man the truth. he was telling the truth okay. and he no Chicka couldn't tell a lie fun fun guy to be around um and and just amazing and you know I'll just tell me if I'm going too long here but no. I, 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 t- I tell people that we had this Team stacked of stars, yeah. a big Mal, you know, and and Laurie Daly and and uh, Clyde and Lazo and Steve Walters and, uh, and Ricky and yeah. But the biggest cheer ever, ev- every time we played at that stadium in Canberra was for Chicka. Every really? time he touched the ball, there was a bigger cheer for him mm. than I'd heard for anyone else. Wow! So it was all about him, and that's you know you include you know Noah Andruku and Brett Mullins, all yeah. those entertainers. No, it was Chicka. Um, the other one I played, uh, I played a bit against, um, but I was in awe of him. Was was Eric Groth. the guru? Is and he's just also a lot like Chica, this this quiet, understated yep. person who's just a you know you just know they're a good human. Yeah, but geez, you could do some damage on the field. Um, fortunately, been too many more frightening sides oh, playing against him if he gets through that front line, yeah. and you're thinking oh, the only geez. the only good thing from a fullback's point of view when Guru made a break and went down the sideline was you weren't really expected to tackle him. <laughs> you just yeah. had to make a good attempt. Yeah, I, in my my first ever Origin, I my first or second, I, I I ran off a Gene Miles pass about 50 meters out or 40 out. It was probably 10. But anyway. I ran off this pass and I headed for the corner and I saw Guru turn to chase me, Eric, Eric the great yeah. Eric Growth, and I, you know, he's just like lightning. And I just kept going. I think he's got, and then all of a sudden Gary Jack loomed up and I and he tackled me and I scored in the corner. And I thought, geez, I'm quicker than I thought. And I turned around and Guru had actually done his hammy. Oh, so <laughs> nice. that was the only way I was ever yeah, going to beat him. Love it. Okay, uh, Chicka Ferguson and Eric Growth on the wings. 
I reckon for you and considering your history, these next couple is going to be where it gets very interesting. It what is, about the centres? It is. Um, I've, I've got to go with um, with Big Mal. Yeah. Um, because he was just he was one of the all time greats. And we played we played four seasons together in Brisbane. Um, yep. Before we went down to Canberra together, and so I, what? Twelve years together. I, I'm guessing I played more football um, with Mal mm. than any other player, and and I was so fortunate for that because he just he took so much heat off, and he was such a great such a great player, and and, and turned into this this um, this great leader. And and on that note, I've got to quickly say too, Andy, like the likes of Mal and Wally and these likes, they played a hundred and hundred and fifty games in the Brisbane comp that gets no recognition. Yeah. I think I think you might you've You've talked to, to the King. You've, yeah. You know, I, th- I think the record says he's played 80 games or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. In, in, the, in the history books, it doesn't look overly, it overly doesn't. impressive. Yeah. Um, but as we spoke about in the Legends series, uh, the Brisbane Rugby League in the early 80s was as good, as tough, as stacked with big names as the New South Wales Rugby League. I, I reckon the top couple of sides would have been competitive. Yeah. I'm not saying we would have won the comp. But it would have been competitive, you know. Would have been nudging the the top five. Or it was or never six. thought of, was it? From memory, no. you know, pitting New South Wales Rugby League premiers against the well, we the actually BRL premiers. we heard a couple of times in the eighties they were going to try do that. Well, it never really happened. But maybe it was maybe it was just a Brisbane idea, but it would yeah. have been great. And it was only because of pokey money. If we had pokey money up there, it would have been the, yeah, would have kept all those great players, and the comp would have thrived. But. This is where I'm going to struggle, Andy, with my other centre because um, two, two of my greatest mates and two of the, the greatest players ever are, are Laurie Daly and Peter Jackson. So yep. given that um, Laurie is, you know, uh, also one of the great five-eighths, but I've got another bloke in mind for there. So yeah. um, I, Jacko may be a little bit more versatile. He could be. You could put him up in the forwards if you wanted to. So mm. I think Jacko's going to have to go to my number 14. Yep, and Laurie's Laurie's my uh, other centre. So that was um, that was a really tricky one. Where does Laurie rank amongst the best you've seen? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he's right up there. Um, and I, I imagine now that he's not going to be named an immortal, and but he's you know he's that those guys that are just nudging the ceiling. Yeah. And, and I, I saw Laurie too. He had these hamstring problems pretty early in his career yep. and he had to really temper his running style because he was lightning, lightning quick. Is he really? But, oh, absolutely. Super quick. Oh. And that leaning forward, like almost Eric Growth-like yeah. and super quick. But he just put so much strain on those hammies and I think that he, he had to pull back a bit. And and he – oh, well, I – you can ask Laurie this. I reckon he – there became a time late in his career where he had to sort of make sure he never got – Passed about ninety percent wow. speed, um, but he had everything else going for him. But yeah. he was a kid coming into our side at seventeen, eighteen, and mm. you know he's he's getting the ball out wide and, and dropping it on the toe and chip and grubber kicking through the line and picking it up or scoring, and defensively super aggressive yep. too. Um, yeah, Ran- random one. Can't under can't I can't underestimate how good or or, or talk talk him up enough, Laurie. Laurie defensively was outstanding. Um, would he be the ideal 13 in the modern game? <sighs> yes. Bit yeah. of ball playing, bit of a roving commission, yeah. or, or is he too good not oh. to be at six? I, I, I think he, yeah, if, unless you've got a great 5'8", mm. he's got to be your, your yep. number six. And because, you know, he's, he, was a, he could play lock for sure, but so could 
a few other blokes. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I've, see, I've had to miss out Gene Miles there. I've had to go past Brett Kenny. Yep. And those guys, for me, just <laughs> – well, that, and that pairing kept Mal out of the centres in the 86 Kangaroo Tour. That's exactly and right. And Mal was, Mal was off the bench or, or pushed into the second row yeah. in one of, I think, the last tests. So um, – yeah, it, it is difficult, Andy, and the longer I go on about it, the more there's going to be blokes that, that I just have to bypass, but you've got to make these calls. What about your six? Is it the king? It's the king. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I was so fortunate to play footy with him. I played against him, and um, like a lot of people in that comp in Brisbane in the early 80s, there was this, there was this massive rivalry between my club, South, and, and Wynnum Manly. At yeah. And he was at Valleys before that, and, and he beat us, or they beat us in a, a, a grand final before I got into, into top grade. And I didn't like him, you know. I just he was this brash, this bloke who's full of himself, yeah. and, he, and he. But once I got into Origin Camp with him, he he made me feel like his best mate. Yep. And and you, I just watched the way he went about his stuff. Mm. He was such a great leader, and and a follow me kind of leader. Yeah. And he just he knew the moment when he had to make something happen yeah. for his team, or who he had to get up, or um, you know, he 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 could he could stop you dead in his tracks just with a look. Because you knew you weren't doing your job properly, or, he, um, but mostly he was this, yeah, this uh, leader by example. He was, and I don't, I don't need to talk him up. He's, he's an immortal, of course. Yeah. And you one, mentioned both uh, Mal and Wally in terms of both guys as leaders. Obviously, both guys are immortals. For me, being on the outside, two guys that had and still have to this day. Just a genuine presence about them. Uh, obviously, great players, but but great men, and it, there's just something different in their wiring. Yep, is that there is. Ball? Yes, absolutely. They're they I don't know. If they're born that way, or they just yep. you know, or they grew into that. But Wally, at a very young age, as you know, he was he was only in his early twenties when he captained Queensland mm. in eighty one. Yeah, there was something about him that he he just had this um, this super confidence and yeah, and, and great. And great ability to go with it. Um, and Wally is a – what you see on TV and you hear on TV is not the Wally that you get when you're sitting down nah. having a chat as a mate with him. He's such good company. Yep. And, and a, yeah. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Are you going to partner with the King? And I'm toss, I've tossed over this, yeah, yeah. and I have done since I played. And I always, I always, you know, I know Ricky and Alf were completely different players, and I found them hard to split. But I've always felt that Alf should be an immortal. I've always, really? I've known that. I, I just knew that if what Alf did for the the size of the bloke, mm. um, and to come in at at Origin level. In in eighty seven, with so much pressure on him, and play like he did, and then yep. and barely have a bad game for the next fifteen years. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going with Alf. Um, huge apologies to my great mate Ricky Stewart, but it was a, it's a really tough one. But I've always felt Alf deserved to be right up there. And and if he was named an immortal, I don't think there'd be anyone that would complain. Mm. I, I was I was quite shocked when it was when Joey was named ahead of him. I get it, I understand it, and Joey was 
this complete player and yeah. could do amazing things. But I never played um, footy with Joey, but I played with and against Alf, and I, I played a lot, hell of a lot with Ricky. Um, but Alf just gets the, the nod over him. On a personal note, you know, at some stage, word's going to get back to Ricky, and he's he's going to be filthy for. For 30 minutes. He will You'll be. You'll probably get a, a phone call. I wouldn't have made his dream team, means, mate, so. Okay. I'll, I'll get Ricky's dream team <laughs> over this summer and see what I he wonder, comes up oh, with. Oh, shit, no. Yeah. I won't make it now anyway if I was anywhere near it. <laughs> mate, uh, who would you have locking the scrum? I reckon I've got a fair idea. Yeah, the great Bradley Clyde. Yep. Um, and, and he only just gets the, the – um, well, he get, no, he gets the nod. Uh, the other bloke that if Clyde hadn't been around, it would have been Bobby Linder, but – um, who, who's um, – I actually played a lot of my junior footy what against. A footballer. What a oh, footballer you, he was. Really? Yeah, well, we didn't – and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Bobby in the back row. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we we, um, we were on the 1990 Kangaroo Tour and we'd, we'd played a fair bit for Queensland. We were good mates and he's a year younger than me, Bobby. Okay. And we were, we were just lying – I said we were just lying around one day and – Having a chat, and he's I was, he played for Cannon Hill, where Wally's brothers played. And I said, mate, I, I, Cannon Hill was the gun side when I was a kid coming through, and under sevens, eights, nines, they never lost a game until we beat them. This one one day we beat them at our home ground, three 0 The first time they'd ever lost in under nines, and they were, mm. the, the whole team was crying. I, can, I remember it clearly, wow. and we just we all turned around, and went, oh, what? They've just lost a game. We do it every week, so we beat them, and. And Wally's brothers, Eddie and Scott, were in that team. And Bobby yeah. said, I was in that team. I went, what? He said, no, I played up a year all that time. I said, so we played against each other all those years. He went, yeah, we must have. Wow. There you go. I said, oh, geez, I made a big impression on you. You had no idea I was even out there. <laughs> we weren't one of the gun sides, South. But, um, yeah, so I, I love the way he played footy. His rep footy in particular was Brilliant. was um, over and above. But yep. uh, the, the great Bradley Clyde, I, I just I, – I go back and – you know, occasionally I don't I don't go looking for games, but you flick the TV on on Fox yep. and whatever and see the, there's games. And there was one recently we were playing a test series in 89 in New Zealand, his mm. first test series. Yeah. So Clyde would have been 19. He yep. and, and Brendan Tudor, was, he was out there just taking heads off yep. and going crazy. And the Kiwis were, geez, a bloody tough side and, and good. And Wally had a great series. And But Brad Clyde was unbelievable. Mm. Like the stuff he was doing at that age, he... You know, yeah. scoring runaway tries and, and, and back, you know, we'd take the ball at the back and he'd be there for the next hit up and yep. then he'd be there for the fifth one. And he, Clyde, his work rate and his, uh, the stuff he could do on the field was, um, yeah, I'd just have to have him ahead of all those other, you know, the Ray, Ray Price and those blokes. Yeah. Well, you look at the Australian uh, lock forwards before Brad Clyde, Wonderful players of their era and wonderful players of any era, Ray Price, Wayne Pearce, mm. but Brad Clyde, just com- a completely different footballer and, and uh, you know, extended and improved the lock forwards game to what we yep. sort of see now. Yeah, n- none of the, the, the lock forward in some teams that's become an extra hit-up forward. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I used to really admire Terry Madison. I love yeah. the way that he played Locks. the ball playing short side lock, and I, yep. I was actually a lock in under eighteens, and that was my game. Were you and really? then I saw, yeah, and I, I played five eight, and then I put it got put into lock, and um, I'd never played fullback until I was in my twenties. But I, I I watched Terry Madison when he was playing the Broncos. And I went, I love that. That's the way yeah. lock should play. Now Clyde was completely different. He just Very got the ball and so. ran and 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 terrorised the opposition. But so there's been you know. 
there's there's been a few different styles, but I can't go past Clyde. Okay, so Clyde at the back, you've given away one of your back rowers, Bobby Lidner. Who's the other second rower? Uh, I think I might. Jeez, I'm just scared of miss, missing blokes out. It's so hard when you play with so many great players across those eras. And these are all blokes that I played with and against, so I'm not yep. picking anyone who's, um, who's current. Um, I think he's underrated, very, very much underrated for what he could actually do on the field. And I've never seen a bloke more passionate about the Maroon jersey, so I'm going with Fatty. You're not the first person to go Fatty, and you're not the first person right. to say exactly <laughs> those things. People don't realise what he brought to the team. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Gilly was in the same boat, Trevor yep. Gilmister. Um, I, you know, I love what the big, what the big blokes – they weren't big blokes, but I love what the big blokes like Ciro could do. Yeah. And, and, there was, there was, and he was outstanding, but I didn't play much footy with Ciro. So. But, I, yeah, I, I really appreciated having Fatty as in my team. And uh, – and as Skipper as well. Yeah, we skipped yeah. it when, when Wally missed out in 89, I think. Fat man took over. Wally missed his first ever origin. On the back of that premiership. Okay. Mm. Uh, what about front row? I have always rated um, the, the, probably the greatest front rower and it, that I ever played with is Glenn Lazarus. Yep. Um, and the other one, the bloke I wish I had played with, was Big Arthur. So yeah. Lazo and... Lazo and Artie, um, with a, a lot of admiration for Blocker. Yep, I would have loved to have been in his in his sides more often. Um, and 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 of the the more modern day props, Big Petro, mate. I just yeah. think Big Petro did it for me. Just he never. I, and I I was involved with the Broncos on the training side of things, and he he wasn't a great trainer. He tried hard, but he just didn't have this. He didn't. I, I, you'd think how's he going to last thirty minutes out yeah. there? And, He's a bloke who could push himself so much further than you'd, you could ever think. So I reckon I'd, I'd put Petro on my bench, but I'd have, um, I'd have Lazo and Arthur. And, uh, look, I think, you know, what they could both do speaks for itself. Yeah. Lazo, just this big motor. Uh, and and at, uh, at hooker, Stevie Walters. The box. Yeah, the box. Who's... Yeah, and he was rated the best hooker in the game for such a long time. It was for Up a good reason. Next bloke. Yeah, until he, he, he young goes Smith. All right. He Steve went Smith. all right too. The, the, the weird thing about the Steve Walters story is he only well, he basically got his start because Brother Kerrod got either injured or suspended and, and all yeah. of a sudden Steve got the chance and, and that was it. Yeah. But by then, you know, he, he, he came to the Raiders with us at the same time. Mal and I, Gary Coyne, is another underrated bloke. Yep. Um, and, and, and Boxer, we, went, we got there in 86 and it didn't take him long to, to force his way in underneath Jay Hoffman. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the work rate and the, you know, the, the skill out of dummy half that he had. Wasn't the quickest bloke, but, geez, tough bugger. And, and I love uh, – uh, a guy like that tackled like a back rower. Yeah. You know, no one ever got through the box head. Um, but, yeah, so he played for the Raiders for a number of years and we'd, we'd won a comp. I don't think he came in until 89 and we won the comp that year. It might have been yep. when he got – yes, Kerrod was on the – sorry, Kerrod was on the 89 uh, New Zealand tour with us. Yes. So Steve mightn't have got a start till 1990 after we'd already won a comp, but he was, yeah, it was always nothing between them. They yeah. were completely different players, weren't they? Weren't they? 
But, uh, yeah, Steve, Steve's the man. Okay, you suggested you might want to include a bench here and you've, you've already got Peter Jackson, the late, great Peter Jackson. I'll, I'd like to throw a big, uh, big Petro in there. So Jacko's got a lot of the backs covered. Yep. Um, the outside backs. I'll throw Petro in there. I'm going to throw Ricky in there because I'm getting worried about him hearing about this team. <laughs> and... Uh, and I need a uh, another a front row or back row. I, I'll, I'll actually in the back row. I'm gonna in the I'm gonna throw on the bench Gary Coyne, who's a front row back rower. Yep. Who never ever let his team down. Scored four tries in a semi final. Did he really? Yes, against Manly. I think he's, he had the record for a while. So a hell of a good player and skillful. Eleven Maroons, six Blues. Billy Slater, John Chicka Ferguson, Mal Meninga, Laurie Daly, Eric Groth, Wally Lewis, Alan Langer, the Ford Pack, Bradley Clyde, Bob Lidner, Paul Vorton, the front row, Arthur Beetson, Steve Walters, Glenn Lazarus, and the bench, Peter Jackson, Petro Sivanasiva, Ricky Stewart, and Gary Coyne. There it is, the Gary Belcher Dream Team on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. And once again, the only issue with this side, salary cap. <laughs> That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter, and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had, best drinkers, best looking. Who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite? And why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them. And we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.